0: Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm um, Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. Good morning, my friend. Happy
1: Saturday morning, February the 24th, year of our Lord 2024. Dude, how are you doing on this amazing CPAC Saturday? You're looking good, <laughs> brother. What's going on up there in Los Angeles?
0: In Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Good to see you too, buddy. Welcome good to, to our show. Recording this on... Where we at? The 24th of I February? 2024. So. Yeah. It's Let a, oh. a leap year.
1: We're going to have 29 days in February. First time, well, every four years, obviously. So we're going to have a February 29th this
0: year. It's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for that, but the, it, great uh, days at 224 2024 today. That's a great one. That's a great date. What are you, a numerologist or something now? Uh, Yeah, I'm uh, switching professions. Podcast, Um, media, and numerology. That's a good trifecta. You know, I I try to have a lot of skills going on. (laughs) Uh, Funny how you said the CPAC weekend. Yeah, uh, so there's so much going on. Um, so let's get right to it, uh, buddy. We should tell um, people what CPAC is, right? Maybe first of all. Conservative Political Action Committee, okay, happening so, now in yeah. Washington, D.C. In the C. imperial
1: capital, in the belly of the beast, Washington, D.C., where all the muckety mucks, uh, policy wonks, and all types of other folks get together, and a lot of, uh, obviously, a lot, ton of regular folks. It's a big conference, thousands, probably tens of thousands of people. Um, yeah, it's a great meeting, great forum. Do, tune into it live on Real America's Voice, Yep, on Getter. Uh, on Roku. I mean, there's lots of ways for folks who are listening to this podcast who can stream it live and see what, you know, everybody's saying, Rick Grinnell, Steve Bannon, President Trump, you know, all of it.
0: Yeah, uh, Trump was there yesterday. Uh, But yeah, it's a great way to see future leaders as well. And there's throwing ideas back and forth. Uh, Carrie Lake was there, of course. Uh, It's really uh, invigorating. And to actually watch um, our current and future leaders, you know, speak out on all yeah. the hot topic issues. And I would but, encourage people right. to actually go to these events because
1: having been to some of these types of things myself, as you know, Dave, it's, it's, it is very, you use the right word. It's very invigorating. And you finally get the sense that you're not surrounded by a bunch of libtard farts mm. that are out there, right? It, because you get the mainstream media, you get your neighbors, you get the people, right? You come all coming at you, bo- bo- you know, bombing you with messages all the time but you know there's there's a hundred plus million people out there just in the u.s that think just like you and
0: you need to remember that absolutely uh we uh and it's going to be going through tomorrow i believe so here here's trump he's 77 years old he does a speech in dc flies down to south carolina so last night i said wait he, he just spoke he's now he's talking again so he's down there and he got in front of the black conservative federation didn't know this group existed in south carolina but fantastic uh a great reception ben carson was there and i love how trump is not afraid to touch on all these oh well we can't we have to be sensitive to the you know yada yada they're saying that that uh, trump this year Usually, we'd get maybe 10%. They're saying, we're saying upwards of 20%, maybe I think 21, they're... 22% of the black vote. It's game yeah. over if that happens, I, Frank.
1: I, it is game over. You're right. And actually, they've run all the numbers and the math, and you're right. I personally, Dave, think it's going to be around 30%. And I'll tell you Oof. why. No, I'll tell you why. You look at guys like Senator Tim Scott, you look at, uh, you know, and he's got the back of President Trump. He's on the shortlist for VP. He's an amazing figure um, from Florida. You've got guys like uh, Charles Payne. Uh, who's uh, a media personality on Fox Business who's been going off the rails lately on the Biden regime and all the uh, illicit things that are going on and so forth, the printing of money, the stealing of our children's futures, uh, and so forth and on and on it goes. I personally think, and you, and that's just on the kind of the uh, you know media top level side. There's some great interviews with men in the Street type thing with African American folks who are absolutely fed. Up, I mean, they see yeah. it now. It's up in their grill, dude. It's in their face. I mean, Boston. We've talked about it. You know, they're they literally took away a recreation center that was for lower middle class Hispanic Black youth. Kids were showing up with their basketball gear to play. Oh, sorry, and mm-hmm. we just closed this. Now we're housing
0: illegal aliens here. So they're getting it now. They're getting it, which is good. And you know, Trump made a great point. Literally, you have these blue cities now: Baltimore, Chicago, St. Louis. 100 year democrat rule 100 years now yeah cuz they basically took over yeah. in the 20s and 30s of last yeah. century yeah. and and just running it into the ground i mean yeah, you can totally. look at the, i love the, the best example is detroit where you look in the 1950s uh, how uh, you know everybody was was the blue collar working for all the uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the car companies. It was a shining was city, beautiful. It was
1: a shining city. <laughs> exactly. People used to look at the, the the big beautiful gleaming towers of the big three, you know, GM, mm-hmm. Ford, and so forth, Chrysler. And people actually here's the, here's the tell: people wanted to move to Detroit. Yeah, I mean, no, seriously, <laughs> people wanted to live there. Now it's a thir- third world shithole. Excuse my French, but it just absolutely is mm. like St. Louis, like Baltimore. Uh, you know, and on and on it goes Chicago, New York, LA. I'm sorry, Dave, parts of LA. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, these these have just been run into the ground and they don't care, they just want power and control. And you're in the
0: way that means people listen to this podcast, yeah. And uh, I think you, as you noted, the, the people are finally waking up because it's on their doorstep and in their grill. But hey, we do have a have one cool little um sound up of Donald Trump speaking last oh, night. Oh, great, so let's yeah, get, give it to us, we, yeah. Get, how does yeah, let's hear it
1: black community in this election will be a very simple one if you want strong borders safe neighborhoods rising wages good jobs great education and the return of the american dream then congratulations you are a republican it's pretty simple
0: so it's just basic common sense yeah. and logic and yeah. reminding, uh, black voters everywhere. Hey, uh, we are the party of Lincoln. We are the party that, that has, uh, fought for freedom and equality. It was the Democrats who started the KKK. Party of Jim And, Crow. and, and yeah. all the, all these, you know, the Dixiecrats and, and all the ra- the racism is on the left people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's enough black leadership out there now, including the people you, you, you just mentioned that are uh, spreading that word, which is, you know, Super positive. Well, I mean, the, you know, look, it's no
1: secret. They want to keep them the leadership of the Democratic Party. And Schumer said the quiet part out loud the other day talking to Biden outside Air Force One on the plane on the tarmac. I'm not sure if you heard that soundbite, but basically he's like, yeah, I'm going to keep using all the gimmicks I have a Senate majority leader to just keep kicking this can down the road. He wants to keep them on the metaphorical plantation. Absolutely. That has not changed in 70 since segregation ended uh, and and civil rights era. And it's not going to end because the only way they can win is to divide and pit one against the other. We lived through this literally, Dave, in the summer of 2020, the BLM Summer of Love. They used the blacks for for basically that purpose. Fentanyl Floyd was the poster child and so on and so forth. And where has that left them now? Total and utter disgrace, bankruptcy, BLM basically gone as an organization because it was nothing more than a Marxist coup. That basically used the lever- that leveraged the black community. Uh, so, how many times are they going to fall for this? How many times are they yeah. going to fall for this? Right? I mean, come on.
0: It's been decades, and of course, they're going to go back to the same playbook until until it stops working. Um, and True. let's just let's just hope if we can Good just point. even take ten percent and who have seen the light of day and who uh, you know don't fall for the woke nonsense. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I've done in the, la- in the last few weeks is really—I actually dared to put on a few uh, opposing mainstream media channels, and oh, it's yeah. just—it's no, it's brutal, important. but it's it, it is important because you know they, they hammer away at these themes over and over and over. Yeah. And when you when you when you watch these idiots on MSLSD and the Communist News Network, you go, "Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that they are pushing this nonsense. Yeah, complete seriousness. Yeah." It, it it's just like you know uh, it, Trump is Trump is Hitler is is like the if you really oh, no. want to sum, sum yeah. it up. But yeah. here's a couple of, of of main themes that I want yeah. you to jump on. These here's yeah, the ones sure. I kind of come, came up with, and I, they've already been touched on. These we, what they do is they throw these out as a trial balloon. Of course, they throw out little phrases and they see if it catches <laughs> on with everybody, and then they get their pals and the the New Yorker and you know the the Washington the, the uh, Post Post composite uh, yeah. newspaper out there that yeah, Bezos uh, paper that yeah. Bezos ones, uh, runs now. But here's the first one, and you've heard this over and over. It's going to be a constitutional crisis if Donald right. Trump wins. Okay, so let me see. Yeah. The left is the extreme authoritative uh, figures that take away all your rights. Right, it's right. the left that is using the legal system, the IRS, the DOJ, to target political opponents. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And then you have this witch. Actually, she looks like a very pretty lady, but she's a witch. (laughs) Because if you put her in water, she sinks. No, Melting, (laughs) melting. She's melting. Well, Wizard of Oz reference. Comes right out and says, you know what? If you're a white nationalist, that phrase for them now is is like MAGA. For them, that's that's the code for evil. They've tested Uh, it. It
1: works well. They like
0: it. It it works well. So it means, okay, so hold on. If you're Caucasian. And you read the Bible, and you want to protect our rights as described in the Bill of Rights or whatever. Yeah. Were the evil ones the ones that built this country?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it absolutely dude.
1: No, look, they—they they, it's more than trial balloon. They've market researched this stuff. They know what messaging – does. racist doesn't work anymore. Racist basically wore out its welcome with Fentanyl Floyd and the BLM stuff in 2020. So now they're on to different things. Now they're on to – one, the end of democracy or a threat to democracy. Hillary Clinton tried that a little bit when she went head to head with him. Didn't stick too well. So they're not mm. that one doesn't work too well. So threat to democracy, um, but white nationalism and Christian nationalism works very yeah. well. Uh, and because then there's sort of an alignment with the Nazi movement, right? So then they think, oh, you're like Hitler, you're like Nazis, you're like white nationalists. So then Mike Davis from article three project came out this week. It was great. Amazing. He'll be an amazing attorney general for president Trump when he comes in. And he basically said, uh, hang on a second. Fact check, uh, fact check this. I'm white and I believe in America first and I believe in our nation first. So I'm a white nationalist by definition. And basically Dave, so are we, because we're white. We're in our mid-50s. We believe in America first. um, And we're patriotic populists. So call us whatever you want. But that is exactly... It goes back to our previous point, like with the the metaphorical plantation uh, thing with with African-Americans. This is how they do it. This is how they insert a a sort of an internet divide to try to make okay then there's then there's christian white nationalists bible <laughs> right. thumping bible thumping uh-huh. southern alabama pastors fire and brimstone and some, dude seriously some people on the left think that's the entire mega movement yeah I'm, I'm not joking like that's they really yeah. think that that's, that's...
0: and we, we we've seen this filter down to their behavior uh whether it's the 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 trans people shooting up churches uh, and that's all we've seen, by the way, as a quick side note, is right. the, the plethora of yeah. trans people who have become uh, completely delusional and psychotic about yes. their beliefs and, uh, from the left. And they're just a, another, uh, you know, useless idiots that the left totally. uses as, as uh, to totally. out there and cause mayhem. Yep. Uh, the, uh, I do want to touch on one, the, the second major thing that I kind of uh, found. Yeah. Uh, Trump is a putin puppet <laughs> so the the the, the push uh, of the ukraine war is basically nonstop stop now uh it's on global scale as well by the way right not, right. not just here uh, they the left the global anarchist the atheists of the left they are um full speed ahead on they don't they don't they don't care the death toll they don't care how this is all just a useless nonsense they need to keep ukraine as an active agent uh, so that not only for um uh, for uh, their whole a criminal empire of a slush fund for money you know so they can circulate the money going back to them um, but i I think it, it helps them create a kind of a wedge and calling Trump a Putin puppet, even yeah. though we all know it's a you know um, we all know that uh Putin would love to have Biden reelected because he's he 's weak and predictable of course Right, exactly and and, and I, I I strongly believe that what 's going on now would not have happened if Trump was President, sure you know, of course. it, it was a uh, member Obama lost chiira yeah. when you yeah. know, Obama yeah. was president in two thousand and fourteen yeah. Come on no one hundred percent I mean that 's exactly
1: why because and that 's why you have the mayhem you have going on in the South China Sea and Taiwan and the Middle East and Hamas. And now with Putin in the Ukraine, because this administration is one thousand percent predictable. Biden's totally predictable. I mean, Rick Renell, former uh, ambassador to Germany, former ODNI head, came out under Trump and said basically at CPAC this weekend. And this is not uh, this is not uh, uh, a secret. This is, uh, President Putin came out and explicitly said this: "I support President Biden. I would like to see him reelected." Okay. And and just I want folks at home to just really. Take that in. Just internalize that for a moment. Take that in. Right. Why would they want that? So exactly the reason you said, Dave, because he's entirely and completely predictable. I mean, my my eighth grade daughter could and she is extraordinarily smart, could absolutely predict what Biden is going to do next. Right. I mean, it's just it's totally predictable. And uh, that's what that's what our foes want. If you're totally. And that kind of goes back to what you said earlier at the top. And I really encourage folks as painful as painful as it is, <laughs> yeah. to listen to the other side because you can't win a war without knowing what the other side is thinking, and so that's why I love Steve Bannon taught me this very nicely on War Room over the years. You got to listen to the other side. You you cannot formulate your own strategy and your own counteroffensive. If you don't know what the other side's doing, MSNBC, CNN, I know it's painful, but listen to the cold opens, listen to the blocks, listen to the three or four or five minutes a day of these people, because then you get inside their head, then you know what they're really thinking and
0: then, and only then can you form an effective counter strategy. And then hopefully, and this is also touchy, was when you uh, run across people out in the real world <laughs> who have these uh these very hardcore left wing beliefs. Right. Um, some are some you're n- you're not going to be. They're like a brick wall. You just you know when people tell right. you, oh, uh, right. Trump's uh, right. Trump's uh, uh Hitler. Yeah, it's it's that's a wall. You it's it's tough to break down that defense. Well, here's and, uh, what I do, Dave. I must, so, actually I'm yeah, glad you
1: brought that up. I mean, let's let me just take that for a second because because we all practically run into this every day. Your job out there, my job, your job, the people who listen to this podcast job should not be to convince people to vote a certain way. It should not be to convince people to like or not like a certain candidate. Try to get away from the personalities, get away from the media and just have a substantive discussion about what. Just pick one particular policy issue. Pick the southern border. Pick the this the war in the Middle East. Pick the Ukraine situation, pick the South China Sea, pick whatever, whichever one you're comfortable with, pick, pick school, board. pick school choice, maybe something that, uh, you know, mom and mom and dad are more comfortable with, you know, close to home, right? Pick school boards, pick local choice, you know, whatever you want, but pick an issue and then go at it head to head on the policy. And then I'm going to guarantee you, if you have your facts together, yeah. that person is going to be converted by the end of that conversation. So don't don't make it yeah. about people about personalities
0: that's key yeah just have just having in your back pocket have a couple of basic facts like we just kind of laid out for you uh, especially when they kind of repeat they're they're really just repetitive they're very predictable and, they just parrot and, stuff yeah they just and, parrot stuff and, and Rush Limbaugh you just yeah. talk about that all the time with how predictable the left is and how they just yeah. keep hammering the same idiotic point over and over totally. basically in, in, in every battleground state now Trump is ahead and they're gonna they obviously know that they have to pull uh, something out of their back pocket to, uh, yeah. to stop this movement which well, is, this, I mean th- this building.
1: weekend this weekend of course South Carolina Carolina primary voting is going on today as we speak and and literally they're going to call a loss Nikki Haley's going to lose by over 20 points they're going to call that a win for her just like they called the last three losses wins I mean how can you lose to I mean she 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 lost Iowa she lost New Hampshire she lost Nevada to none of the above <laughs> she lost the U.S. Virgin <laughs> Islands she's going to lose South Carolina she's going to lose Super Tuesday and by then the basically mathematically the nominations tied up but it's you know I'll give you one stat I heard this morning. 5,000 new donors have come over to, to Nikki Haley, uh, Nimrata Haley's side. Well, guess where they're from? They're Democrats. They're Democrats. She's she's getting independents and Democrats to vote for her in the primary in South Carolina today. Why? To narrow the win margin for Trump so it can make it look like she's even more ascendant and she's going to continue her march. And look, they're going to keep shoveling money into her. Why? Because she's all they've got, baby. She's the only alternative to Trump, and so they will keep going until they can't.
0: Yeah, she's she's really selling herself to the devil at this point. Uh, amongst Republicans, Trump's up by thirty thirty five points. But just the way South Carolina is, the way they've they're set up, every state has their own things. You're able to cross. Party. Yeah, so in other words, right. they're, they're saying up to a third of her voters this uh, today yeah. that are happening today are, are, gonna, are yeah. Democrats and independents. That's right. And that's going so, yeah, exactly. to bring it down to like yeah. a maybe a 15-point win yeah, margin 15, for Trump 20, instead of gonna, 30. Yeah. And so they're going to – believe me, you know how uh, Nikki is. She's going to yeah. treat that as a huge victory. Huge win,
1: onward. Yeah. <laughs> no, and we talked about this in the pre-show, and actually it's a question I kind of had. It. I mean basically it's a jungle primary like California, meaning that voters can vote either ticket – They don't have to vote for who they're a registered member of. And so what she's doing quite effectively, I might, I probably would add, uh, is to only target moderate independents and right-leaning Democrats, if I could use those terms, and basically get them to go out and take a flyer on her, again, to narrow the victory delta so that it makes like, oh, oh, Trump must be losing because he only won by 20 points. Exactly. (laughs) That
0: that is the ridiculous logic they're going to come out with after it's done. He's losing his momentum. He's only won by 20 points. Yeah. Uh, well, what, whatever yeah. there was like a moment in time that people thought, well, if she does well enough, she, they're gonna have he's gonna have to pick her as VP, please. Well, don't, yeah, that's that, that, gonna, that, that day that's is never going to happen. But right. I'll just
1: recall Dave on that on the final point on this on this block. Uh, it, it was like the cover of the New York Times after New Hampshire. I think it, the, the cover said something like Trump ekes out an overwhelming ekes. victory. Yeah. <laughs> how, excuse me. How do you eke out an overwhelming victory? Sorry.
0: <laughs> only, only in the left wing mindset.
1: Yeah. Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Really great to have you uh, check out our show. And please share us all over the internet zones. Uh, We're on every podcast platform or choice. Just go to www.rantandrave.us and you can uh, find us on every platform. And of course, we're on social media everywhere at Rant and Rave 1776. And Dave, as always, I will see you down the road on the right side.